Did you know that there are five key biohacks to start to do right now to reduce your body's inflammation, to slow cellular aging, and of course, reduce oxidative stress status. I even just recently wrote a paper on this. Check out my recent research articles over at theschoolofradiance.com. Head on over to the research tab. And while you're there, be sure to book your one-on-one -on -one session with me, if you haven't yet already, for even more customized skin and rejuvenation guidance, as well as some biohacking and detox protocols that I personally do myself. Don't forget to check out my free 30-minute masterclass over at theschoolofradiance.com. Check out the freebie section, enjoy that video, and also enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. I have a very special guest. I had a lovely gentleman reach out to me not too long ago, and he works with a type of healing botanical that I had only really just heard of recently. So it was quite serendipitous for this um, gentleman from this product to reach out and ask to be on the show considering I just heard about this thing for the first time that has been transformative in many individuals' lives, especially those overcoming addictions. So welcome everyone to the Rachel Varga podcast. In today's show, we are discussing healing botanicals and options for overcoming addictions, which can help us tap into our highest versions. Many of us put up a really good, strong front, but a lot of us are in the, in the deep, depths of addictions with alcohol, with food, with other types of substances that can be very harmful and can really detract from our ability to be high vibe and radiant. And what we talk about here on the show is all about how can we become our most high vibe radiant versions for not only now, but for many more years to come and to also lead by example. None of us are perfect. We all have our own struggles, dark nights of the souls that we're dealing with. And I'm just really proud of speakers like Wade from the Kratom family, who's here joining us today to share his story. And I really admire other gentlemen and, and ladies that have been on the show that aren't afraid to share their struggles because when, when we are brave, it makes other people more brave as well. And uh, I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about Kratom in today's show because I haven't really heard too much about it. It is legal in Canada, in the US. Uh, there are some restrictions around it. It's almost like anything that actually, anything that actually helps people these days uh, does have some barriers to it. So just an FYI about that but it is perfectly a uh, legal substance. So we have Wade Harmon, who's an advocate joining us today for alternative health and wellness issues. He is the founder of the Botanical Family Inc., which is a platform he uses to produce health and wellness alternative products for people all across the country. Wade has been drinking an alternative tea called Kratom for 19 years and can attest to the holistic effectiveness it has had on his life. 
He wants to share the whole truth about CrateMT and how it can help change lives across the globe. Welcome, 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 Wade from the Kratom family. How are you today? Hey, thanks for having me, Rachel. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. It's great to connect with you. And thank you to you and your team for reaching out. Because like I said, it's actually perfect timing because I'd only just heard of Kratom for the first time on a recent trip to Sedona. It was sort of like all over the place, actually. And I was like, what is this? never heard about it. And some of my friends that I was traveling with, they're like, yeah, it's this substance that can help people overcome certain addictions. And I'm like, what? I need to learn more. And then here you are, you just show up just like an angel would and here to provide some of the knowledge that I need so that I can better understand this topic. And maybe this message will help somebody who's dealing with things and give them options. So I would love to kick things off with you, Wade. I love to ask everybody here on the show, what is radiance to you? And having overcome certain struggles in your life, which I'm sure you'll be sharing with us today, you were able to identify a contrast in yourself when you weren't radiant to when you were radiant. And I think this is really important to notice in ourselves when we go through dark nights of the soul, when we've gone through traumas, when we've gone through life troubles in general, how it can make us stronger on the other side, and not to look at troubles that we experience in our lives and hardships as something negative, but an obstacle and just simply something for you to overcome. So Wade, I would love to hear from you. What is radiance to you? Well, that's a great question. But it's a different answer for everybody, I think. And um for me personally, uh, in my younger years, I'm almost middle aged now. I'm 44, but in my younger years, I spent a lot of time in addiction, and like you said, we'll probably get into that. And I don't mind talking about that. But um, during my life of addiction, the uh, to me now, radiance is having a clear mind, having a having my mind re renewed. Um, and during my addiction, I, I, you know, everything was going on, everything was wrong. And um, where I am now versus where I am was, excuse me, where, where I was then, I didn't have that it factor. And uh, so where I am now, that radiance can shine through because of that clear mind that I have achieved. And because of the mind being clear, it helped my body. And I started taking better care of my body. It started to, I started to bring more confidence to um, my mental health, my physical health. And even it just, when you're radiant, you can't help, but it just spills over into other people. And so for me personally, radiance is keeping my mind right. Absolutely. And if you are, drinking too much alcohol or taking substances or doing something to numb out because maybe you're going through something, your mind will be altered and, and your ability to think and tune in will be suppressed. And that isn't always something that we want to do, uh, especially a lot of listeners here are very intuitive or intuitive empaths or very in tune with their body. And they're on this journey of becoming their best version on the inside out. And the skin is simply a byproduct. So when you transitioned from 
addictions to then using a product called Kratom to help you overcome that, what changes did you see in your energy and your skin? Okay, so I have to I have to first start out by saying Kratom is not being approved by the FDA. So therefore, I cannot make any type of medical claims of what it can do for someone else. So with this interview, this is going to be my own personal um, journey. This is my story. Um, and so we have to, I have to, you know, make sure everyone understands that we want to do everything right by the federal government, <laughs> but, uh, this is the way it took me, uh, from addiction to where I'm at now. Um, when you're addicted, you, you kind of, in the beginning, it's, you know, it's fun. And, uh, I was addicted to opiates, uh, for, for a long time. And, uh, it, it, what I didn't know then was I was self-medicating um, a very fierce depression that I didn't know what it was because when I was a kid, there really wasn't any such thing as being depressed, you know, what hadn't been invented yet. So uh, we we kind of just self-medicated uh, when you felt bad, felt down, something happened, um, life change. Anyone that's addicted right now, and are listening to this can understand um, when you feel bad all the time, you want to feel better. It's just as simple as that. And so the addiction process, it becomes um, enjoyable at first for just a season. And then you become chained to that. And um, it, it becomes to the point where you have to have a certain amount just to feel normal and anything beyond that specific amount that helps you feel normal is the high uh, or the quote unquote fun. And I began to feel enslaved with that. And over the years, um, you know, my hands and my feet would, would see these scabs. Um, my fingernails was very weak. My teeth um, not good at all, as you know, you can see in, in any, anyone who does extensive drug use. Um, and so that is the skin, nails, teeth was the biggest thing that I saw. And uh, not only that was the changes in my body, it, it, I could really see it and sense it in my mind. And, and my radiance slipped away ever so slowly, every, every day, every day. And I, it, it wasn't like that I, I saw it happening in the beginning, but by the time I was addicted, it was too late for me to understand what was going on. And by the time I realized, hey, this clear mind is gone, it was too late. I was chained to something I hated. And whether it's alcohol, whether it's opiates or, or food or whatever it might be that causes you what you think is comfort it it's really a a bonding agent that kind of chains your mind um and put your mind in a cage it's about the best way that i know how to explain it uh, so not only do i did i see that the physical um like skin body um uh, uh 
instances that that was you know going on in my hands and my feet and my teeth and stuff like that but it was definitely a mental uh change as well and um those were the biggest things that i saw during during this time thank you so much for sharing those self observations so i'm almost my wheels are turning if we see someone who we love who's going through a hard time and we're picking up on these cues of skin integrity breakdown on the extremities, like the hands and the feet, that can be a sign of really bad blood flow. And just the skin is just trying to get rid of these toxins in the body. If you're noticing things on people like their fingers or their teeth are changing, I'm just curious, Wade, how would you compassionately like someone to come to you at that point and say, hey, Try this tea. I think you had a family member do that. But how can we do it in a gracious way and not be like, oh, my gosh, your teeth look terrible, your your skin, your nails, what's going on? But how to come at it from a way that's more helpful? Yeah, for, for real. Um, I, I had plenty of people come to me and say, hey, look, man, you got a problem. You, you're going to stop. And I was thinking I was taken aback by these people. Of course, I know I have a problem, you know. I'm trying to work this out. I understand that, you know, and it, it really just raised a wall. Uh, I threw a wall up when people would come and they would present my problem to my face, a problem that I already knew about, you know, I'm a drug addict, not an idiot. You know, I, I know what I'm got myself into. I believe that the way you come at someone uh, with an intervention, you know, uh, type of style is that you come at them not only to intervene with the problem, but you also bring a solution to that uh, situation. And uh, this is what my sister done uh, for, for years of heroin use. I was sick of it. I was tired of living that life. I was tired of injecting this into my body and uh, how do I get out of this? You know, I had, I had plenty of people. You don't need to tell me my problems. I know what my problems are. And it was me and me alone that decided, hey, I need to stop this. I've got to go to the methadone clinic. I've got to stop. And that I was, I eventually began to realize I was just trading one habit for another habit, uh, going day after day to this methadone clinic. And I'm thinking to myself, what, oh Lord, what am I going to do? You know, I mean, I can't do this my whole life. And uh, so I just kind of quit methadone cold turkey. I was at on the on the third day of having quitting quit quitting <laughs> having quit methadone, and I was really feeling the effects. I was really thinking about falling off the wagon and making a conscious decision because no one wants to feel the withdrawals. It, it's really the reaping season of bad choices is the withdrawal the withdrawal symptoms. Uh, you hate them, you know, but hey, if you plant corn, you can't expect to grow beans. Uh, when you plant corn, corn's going to come up. And and I understood this. I was willing to prepare for the punishment that my body was about to bring me. And uh, third day in, here comes my sister. Uh, and she hands me this bag of brown tea powder. And, uh, and I told you earlier, I said, but... At this point, I would have ate the underpinning out of a trailer if I thought it would help me. And uh, she said, look, this is this is uh, helping me. She had uh, chronic headaches 
back then. That was 19 years ago. She, she was uh, dealing with chronic migraines and uh, the, the Kratom tea was taking her pain away for the migraines. Come to find out the doctors did not see a uh, brain tumor in her, in her head and she actually passed away four years ago. But the crazy thing about that was, was the red polycratum she was using was taking the pain away, doing something that the doctor could not do. Um, and so she hands me this bag. And she's like, just fill it full of water, drink it, drink, you know, a teaspoon, whatever, whatever it was. I can't remember. And I, it was the nastiest stuff I'd ever tried in my life. But I choked it down. And within 15 minutes, my withdrawal symptoms were gone. And uh, that was the first time I had ever tried Kratom, and it was Red Bali Kratom, for anyone that is uh, going through the same things that I did. And um, and here I am, 19 years ago, uh, 19 years later. And uh, since then, I've gotten my life back on track. I have um, built a business, successful business. Um, I've got a wife and two boys now. Um, two dogs, nice house. Um, you know, I've got everything that I want and, um, the, the, I wouldn't have had that without, without Kratom. I really believe that. And, you know, what would I have done if I, I know I would have fell off the wagon because I was already deciding, deciding to quit. You know, I was, I, I'm, I'm through with this. I can't deal with the feeling that comes with withdrawing. I lasted three days. That's enough, you know, and with Kratom, it was not, it wasn't not the end all be all cure because Kratom is a natural plant. It's not a synthetic chemical, so it's not going to be the same. Um, it still, I still went through withdrawals, but it alleviated those and it actually took me six months Um because I was a heavy drug user. It took me six months to finally feel normal. I mean, for those of you who knows what I'm talking about right now, you're talking about body shakes, night sweats, you know, waking up, the bed be soaked, and uh, your head all fuzzy. Going through all this, it is a, you know, your brain is trying to reset itself. The dopamine is trying to start dripping again after you've stopped it for forever so long. And I remember that that last night I was I was like, please, Lord, let this be it. You know, and I woke up the next morning. The bed was dry. My mind was clear. It was like you had just flipped off, you know, flipped on a light switch. And uh, I went that morning and I grabbed me some Kratom tea and went to work. And, uh, you know, here I am now. And it's it's. When, when you come to somebody that knows they have a problem, I believe it's important to present a solution. And it doesn't always have to be Kratom. Um, it can be something else. But granted, the person knows what they're doing wrong. Granted, they've had nightmares about stopping, but being scared to quit. Um, quitting and then thinking about quitting are two different things. Thank you for sharing that. I actually have experience as a nurse with methadone and addicts. Uh, not a lot of people here on the show know this, but I actually worked in a maximum security prison at Remand Center. 
And so with that, when um, people are, I would do the prisoner intakes, they would be coming off the street, they're in the remand center, we don't want them going in withdrawal in the prison, because that's medical emergency, mm-hmm. it leads to psychosis, it leads to, you know, prison fights and all these things. I know looking at you, you'd probably think, what, you worked in a maximum security prison? This is what I like to do. I put myself in challenging situations, uncomfortable situations, and I grow from it. And what that allowed me to do was be able to connect with just about anybody, no matter where they are. And that's what I think the depths of being a healer and a nurse really is all about, is not having any judgments, but just being there to help people. And I just can't help but think that, oh my gosh, if there was Kratom available as an option instead of methadone, how much money would that have saved? Because I'm sure that the cost of Kratom is way less than methadone and not to mention non-toxic and easy to access. It's it's just my mind is just kind of boggled sometimes that there are these options, but they're just not publicly readily available in the system. So I'm so thankful for you sharing your story about your sister. And uh, I know that she really helped to change your life and you have a beautiful memory of that. And of course, what we talk about here is not medical advice. It's educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. But I would would venture to say that a lot of physicians don't know about Kratom. I didn't even know about this as a nurse since 2011, having worked in a maximum security prison where we were handing out methadone. I didn't even know that this was an option. So thank you for opening my mind to this. I would love for you to share with everybody, Wade, what is the history of Kratom? And you did allude to the fact that before we started recording, there's a lot of not great sources for this. And the same thing goes with any type of skincare or supplement. We always want third-party independent lab testing. And I know that you do that with your products. It is all lab tested. So that's wonderful. Um, But so just so the listeners know that the quality does vary. So you always want that lab testing because it can be mixed with something. Like you said, if you're getting the petrol station Kratom is probably not the best. Um, But what it, what is the history of Kratom? Okay, so Kratom is a tree leaf. For those, those people who don't know, uh, it is a tree leaf uh, that it grows in southeastern Asia. And there's two active ingredients in it, um, mitragynine and seven, um, seven, seven oxymitragynine. And basically... Um, in the mid 1800s, these Dutch merchants uh, brought the, the scientific name of Kratom is Mitragyna speciosa. So they brought Kratom from Indonesia to Malaysia and they planted it into a botanical garden and it became no, known as a place called Georgetown. And so uh, in 1931, the, um, the director of this Department of Ag- Agriculture he issued a notice banning the the plant, right? And so there's been a lot of different support, a lot of different banning. uh, And you you touched on it uh, earlier, um, the system. And that is basically what we're we're trying to fight. You know, there's a lot of people, you you talked about um, methadone, being a little more expensive than what what kratom is and how kratom is much more readily available um but with kratom there are some some dangers 
Um, like, like you said, uh, the, the, um, back when I was, you know, going to the methadone clinic, it was, what was that? 2000. Um, it was, it, it only, it cost me $12 and 50 cents a day for a shot. And that was not, not a shot in the arm, but like a shot glass. It was a liquid. And, um, I don't know how much it that is now. That smelled like disgusting yeah. rubber. Oh my it, gosh. Like the smell is. of methadone is putrid. It is. Um, <clears throat> but once you begin taking it, you begin to like, you know, crave that taste. Uh, and so that, that just shows you that it is also part of an addictive force in this country, in this world, you know. Um, but again, like, I don't, I don't know how much methadone is now, but it is a government mandated, um, um, product. And, um, there are many, 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 many places, many cities in the United States and Canada, um, that have Kratom in the gas stations, or you guys, you call it petrol stations, but, uh, they have what we call down here, gas station Kratom. Uh, it's not tested. The, the counter, the guy behind the counter can't show you a lab report, um, there's been several reports of people who are claiming that, you know, Kratom is laced and you have to be very careful with what vendors you get this from. Um, if you are interested and you should be interested in this, in this plant for real. Uh, for me, I fought depression, anxiety, and addiction. Those are the three, the three big things in my life and Kratom alleviates all those things for me um and you should be interested in it but don't just go out and buy the first thing that you see um you have to make sure that the vendor in question can show lab reports based on the last at least eight months you know you, you have to make sure that the customer it's a customer approved product they've been in business for a while um you don't want someone who is scooping your kratom in his living room while there's six cats walking around you know you they have to have a clean room they have to have everything done by the book and um that's what you want and these people will divulge that information uh to you upon request or like in in the case of my site the kratomfamily.com you, you can find the lab reports in the customer info section of our website and so it's all made available to us. And, um, you know, Kratom has been around. We, we first discovered it in the 1800s. But, I mean, this, is, this has been around for thousands of years. I mean, I know, you know, mar just like marijuana has been around, I think the first reported use was 3,000 years ago or something like that. I can't remember. But I'd, I'd say the Indonesian people and Southeastern Asian people have been enjoying Kratom tea for at least that long. So 1800 was the first documented report. And so it's been around for thousands of years. And uh, basically now we're, 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 com we're, we're combating systems and ban in statements and, and these things that come against someone else's agenda because of the good that it can do and where it's a plant, you know, the FDA can't really regulate it. Um, so there you go. 
Very well said. Very well said. Thank you very much, Wade, for that. History. I'm actually Dutch myself, and I'm so surprised why I've never heard of this word kratom uh, coming from like a really big Dutch family of my my father comes from a family of 10. And we actually have a history of being farmers on like the the pretty much like the border of Enschede. And so that's very interesting. So perhaps in my lineage, there was some growing of a kratom behind the scenes. And now that I think about it, which is kind of fascinating. All right. So I'd love cool. to, yeah, I'd love to ask you something. Um, sleep is something that promotes a healthy body and aging. We all know that. I love to talk about biohacking your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and detoxifying in order to be our purest versions, because at the end of the day, we want to be as pure as possible, body, mind, spirit, and energy so that we can show up and do the work that we're here to do and have great, positive, radiant, beautiful light interactions and be high vibe individuals and lead by example. We're not going to be able to do that if we have crummy sleep. So what are some tips that you can share that will help promote healthy sleep patterns with our audience? And of course, does Kratom potentially play a role in this or can oh, this is a great question because i am a sleep junkie not that i like to sleep all the time but i am someone who believes in the power of sleep um, for healthy weight loss for healthy mental status um, for sleep promotes pretty much everything that you want to do in your life if you are getting enough sleep along with a good diet and exercise of course then there is nothing you can't do. Um, so for me personally, uh, there's different different doctors will will recommend different uh, sleep, you know, hours per night of sleep for each age group. And so I've actually kind of done my own little sleep study. Um, I've went, made sure after after I got my addiction on track. Um, I begin to to really look into the evolution of sleep and how it can really have an impact upon my personal life. And so the next thing that I did was I began to um, look at CPAP studies, and I found out I was you know was I was out of addiction, but I was still feeling pretty crummy. What what was going on? I didn't know, and I was like, well, maybe I'm you know I need a CPAP machine, and so. Uh, I went and got a study. Sure enough, I, you know, I was holding my breath like, I don't know, I think it was like for every four hours. I was. Were you a snorer too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When people snore, that's a sign. of you're li Literally, your brain isn't getting the oxygen it needs. So if your partner's like, oh, my gosh, honey, you're snoring a lot you need to get that looked at. And in fact, there's even a laser that can tighten up the uvula in the back of the mouth using a fractionated erbium laser, which I've done hundreds of times on ladies and gentlemen. So there are laser technologies to help with this so that the soft palate in the back of your mouth doesn't reverberate. So it's it literally lifts and you can see this live. And there's actually um, a video of Dave Asprey showing that me doing this in his mouth and you can actually see the tissue uh, tighten up. So that's an option for sleep too. But I'd love, sorry, I would carry on with uh, your experience with the CPAP. Yeah, no, but yeah, you, the uvula, you were talking about that. Yeah, um, my uvula would, would get very swelled. 
uh, after a night of sleep. I guess because it was banging up against the roof of my mouth all night long, it was just so big. And, uh, and so I did the sleep study and sure enough, I needed a CPAP machine. And once I got that under control and got that all figured out, then I started to sleep better. And then I started tracking my sleep, uh, and trying to figure out what, what my, what my REM non-REM sleep patterns How are you were. tracking it? I'm, I'm curious. You're laying these biohacker breadcrumbs and we talk about biohacking a ton here on the show. So were you using any tech? No, not really. Just pen and paper, and just I, I have a psychology degree, so um, I, I knew knew about REM and non-REM with uh, some sleep psychology stuff that a long time ago. Um, I don't know if it's changed or not now, but I was going off information that I remembered, which means every hour and a half your body slips in and out of REM and non-REM, and so I had to figure out what I started with, because most people start in non-REM. So if I started in non-REM and I went to bed at say 11 o'clock, then I needed to wake up in REM. So I would, I would say, okay, well, if six o'clock is too early, then, then I need to wake up at seven 30. Uh, and if seven 30 is too early, I need to try to, you know, push my sleep back to 10. You know, I tried to make it to where seven 30, you know, seven o'clock was my wake up point. And uh, it took me about a week to figure it out. But for me, it's about an every hour to hour and 15 minutes that I will go in and out of the REM stage. And so I've got it to where I can wake up in REM pretty much, you know, unless it's a Saturday and my wife wants to sleep. I just kind of just forget it and we'll just sleep. But um, pretty much got it figured out um, with that. And one of the things that I use to help promote sleep is a product it's it yes it's kratom it's the red strains it is called dark red over on the site and it just produces a a super calming relaxing state it's perfect for end of the day um and it just puts me right to sleep slips me right into into that non-rem stage within a, no joke i can close my eyes and be asleep i mean within minutes and I've never had a problem sleeping uh, when I, when I take the red strings. Interesting. Thanks so much for sharing that. You're like an old school biohacker. I'm actually not a fan of wearing the aura ring anymore because I don't like the idea of wearing anything that tracks me. I legitimately keep my phone in a Faraday cage. I keep my phone in a silver lined, no choice pouch to reduce EMFs uh, because I am super sensitive. And if you're wanting to stay pure, this is a huge thing to think about because electromagnetics, your laptop, your wiring in your home, your router, anything that's Bluetooth or wireless is actually messing with your blood. It's making your red blood cells stick together. You're not going to get oxygenation and nutrient delivery to your tissues, your skin, your brain. And then you're also not getting good detoxification of metabolic waste products of CO2, and you're getting clotting factors forming between those red blood cells that are clumping together. So I'm writing a paper on the impacts of EMFs and the skin. And yes, uh, Wade, I do get heavily censored with the work that I do. Uh, anything that seems to help people these days does. Oh, you, so, you're, you're totally right. This, I mean, just so frustrating. in the room that I'm in right now, I have a, I have a supercomputer. Uh, well, we might want to call it that. I don't know. It's a big computer and a TV for my monitor. The, the router is in here mm. and that's it. You know how and you hack I've it? I've got the door shut. I've got the door shut. And it is 10 degrees hotter 
in this room mm-hmm. than it is the rest of the house. Interesting you say that because one of the things that is looked at when, for example, cell phones to determine if they're safe or not for us is temperature changes in the skin. If a temperature change is noted in the skin, that's determined to be somewhat of a interaction with the tissues. So if you're on your phone for a really long time and your hand, your phone starts getting really hot, that's literally the temperature from the device messing with you. So what I could suggest for you, Wade, is to maybe actually wear some EMF protective clothing so that you can kind of cruise through the world and not be as impacted. And I even sleep in silver blankets like silver threaded blankets i'm wearing silver lined emf pants right now i practice what i preach i'm usually business on top here on the show because when i'm um in front of my computer i've tested it with emfs it's just as bad as sitting right next to my router so if you want to remain pure have good sleep reduce anxiety have great skin not feeling like garbage and that you have to use something to make you feel better Start with that because I definitely postulate that EMFs and Wi-Fi radiation and all of this stuff is like the smoking of our generation. So that's why I don't love wearing these biohacking trackers like the smartwatches, like the Aura Ring, because I'm very concerned about potential interference, not only from the Bluetooth, which if you do wear Aura Ring, put it on airplane mode. I go to biohacking conferences all the time uh, and we're rubbing shoulders with the biggest health influences insurers out there and i always ask them when they're wearing an aura ring that better be on airplane mode and you're like what <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh you don't even recognize that you're going through the entire day having something that's emitting bluetooth wireless radiation that's messing with your blood and ability to show up as your best self and for tracking sleep the one the first night i slept in emf clothing like the pants the shirt and a toque I actually had a hundred percent sleep score when I was wearing uh, an aura ring and that was the only time. And so that was really fascinating. It's totally going to be related with better blood flow. And when you mentioned the sleep with your uvula getting a bit swollen while you sleep, what was coming up in my mind was, is your ability of your lymph because you have your tonsils in the back of the mouth is your lymph not flowing well are there is there underlying inflammation that's causing a soft palate and uvula to swell and that makes a lot of sense to me when we reduce inflammation you're going to have uh, soft features in your body not swell as much so there could be something to that And when we're talking about anxiety and psychological disturbances, if your brain isn't getting the blood flow and the nutrients and the detoxification it needs, then your brain is going to be out of sorts. You're going to feel a little bit off. You're going to feel more anxious. It's like that feeling when you don't have a good night of sleep and that will carry over into the next day and you're just maybe not going to show up as your best version. You might be a little extra snappy to yourself and those around you. And we want, we don't want to do that. We want to lead by example here on the show. We want to be our best versions. So Wade, I would love for you to answer this next question. Anxiety has been proven to age the body. We know this. Does the botanical family offer anything to combat or help or alleviate anxiety? And how does it work? Okay. Short answer. Yes, we do. Um, basically because uh, as I've already mentioned, I have trouble with anxiety, but let me do a backstory here. Um, I'm from Virginia, uh, where 
the nation, ninety uh, percent of the nation's coal reserves comes from thirty miles, a thirty mile square from where I'm from. There's so many coal mines in this area. Uh, my grandpa was a coal miner. My dad was a coal miner. I was a coal miner. Uh, so having depression, anxiety, uh, and and these little issues, they just laugh at you. You know, they'll pat, pat you on the head. Oh, you having trouble today? You know, suck it up. And so I come from a an area, a society that did not glorify needing help or, you know, you just sucked it up and swallowed your feelings and you, you didn't tell people your problems. And so that this is the area that I come in. So I did not know. Once again, that further pushed me into self-medication, which um brought me into a life of addiction. Um, so once I got my addiction under control, I began to realize, hey, look here, I'm not having anxiety anymore. Um, my depression is, you know, non-existent now, you know, with with daily Kratom tea drinking. And uh, so I tested that too with my little paper, you know. And uh, I began to stop the Kratom. And as I stopped the crowd, my anxiety grew and my depression started to come back. And, and I began, there, there's actually three main colors of kratom. So kratom is a tree leaf. They pick it off the tree and then they take, the harvester comes and they take it to his, you know, his farm, whatever you want to call it. And then there they dry the leaves. And it's here that the, the harvester can make a red strain white strain or a green strain and it's all done with the drying process now depending on uh reports have shown that the red strain can help um alleviate mood um help with restless nights i'm trying to say this without medical claims um and just alleviate discomfort as well the green can help uh, have a calming sense, give you a more motivational outlook on life. And the white is a little more energetic. And so I began to test which one worked, worked best. I found that the green strains worked best for my anxiety. It helped kind of give me a little boost of the morning. I used to drink coffee all the time. I would take a thermos of coffee with me in the, in the coal mines. I'd have that thing drunk by lunch. Um, but when I, when I first started drinking Kratom, I would take a little water bottle and put my Kratom in it and just drink that, just drink one. And it would last me all day long. And so anxiety does cause, you know, it does age the body for sure. It, uh, it for me, it gave me gray hair. I got a little bit of gray hair, but, um, you know, I can't get that back. And, you know, it, my wife, she keeps laughing at me. I don't, I don't mind the gray hair actually, but the, uh, the green strains really help to uh, improve my overall mood and help me combat against those depressing feelings that, you know, I've not been depressed since I've had the Kratom. And if you're listening and you are in the middle of an addiction, then when you stop, because you know you need to, when you do stop, you're going to have to fight a completely different battle and that is the battle of depression. And so when you do have to fight that, 
anxiety follows depression because with that with that feeling of loss there comes a feeling of of uneasiness about that what am i doing with my life i've lost control you you start having dreams about your teeth melting down the back of your throat you know you have no control over anything this is where the kratom can can come in and help help really calm all those things down in your life and uh so there's nothing been proven about kratom to help age you know help with age but it can help your body calm itself down so you you don't age as bad and as quickly yeah that's great whenever i go through a bit of a stressful time in my life uh, things happen it's called life life has all sorts of curveballs and obstacles that we need to overcome and when we overcome them we'll become stronger and more confident and better than ever better than ever we'll become more empathic to different people in different situations there can be a bright side to everything if you choose to look at it and one of the things that i kind of picked up when you were speaking was this contrast of how you felt when you were using kratom and then how you felt when you weren't and i love to notice contrast in my life we live in a world of duality and if we're in tune enough to notice okay this makes me feel good this makes me not feel good to do more of what makes you feel good but sometimes i'll do this with supplements I'll, as well, I'll kind of take time off and see what notice what I notice. I'll actually cycle my supplements. Uh, when it comes to anxiety and stress, uh, I do like to suggest taking adaptogens. And I have three awesome adaptogens on my e-store. And I actually just did a stress episode because it does impact the skin. When you're in a high cortisol state, you're probably in a high beta state. Your, your hormones are going to be off. Your sleep's going to be off. You're probably going to see more of an uptick in acne. Uh, you, you know, again, hair loss, graying hair, all, all of that can really be a part of it. So there are three products that I suggest. It's called my stress stack. So check out that other episode here on the show and you can find the ad reset, Exilarin and Nucera. And I definitely take those three when I feel just like just at the start of something really stressful happening. And then it just really gives my body the support so I don't freak out. And I'm really actually excited to try Kratom myself and see how I feel and see if I experience a little bit more mental clarity, a little bit more spiritual intuitiveness. So, so that's really cool. I'm excited about my journey to give this a shot too, knowing that it's perfectly legal. There's lots of things that people are doing to microdose and all these things that are not legal. Uh, so obviously I'm not going to be talking about that on the show. You, but... uh, you strike me as someone who would enjoy a green strain. Oh, and yes, why do you think so, that is? Well, you're, you're upbeat. You are uh, motivated. Um, you, you, you think you're clerk, you know, uh, one of those thinkers, intense thinkers. So I think a green would work perfect for you because it does nothing but promote all of those things uh, within your life. And uh, you mentioned something about doing things that make us feel good. Um, well, there, I agree with that. We should. But there's also a stop to that because when I did things that made me feel good, I got in trouble. Right. So we have to understand um, there's holistic alternatives out there that we don't have to fall off the wagon for in order to feel good. And so um, for the most part, green is the middle of the road for everyone. Pretty much everybody can, you know, enjoy a green strain. 
um, it, it's it will help you. It will help promote, and it will kind of alleviate all that all that stress and that those issues with our lives. Thank you for that laser focused insight. I really appreciate that, Wade. So everybody can shop and save 20% on their next order at thecratumfamily.com and use promo code Rachel and save 20%. Now this episode won't be posted on the blog website just because of censorship. My website's already censored. I had a client uh, go with her husband to the Mayo Clinic. He's getting some cancer treatments. And she goes and logs into my website to check out my e-store and recent episodes. And this pop-up comes up that says, these are views that aren't aligned. So she emails me back and I'm like, okay, I'm not surprised because I've had guests on the show that have certain views that I think are doing really good things in the world. So this is how I kind of scoot around that is through a lot of these audio only shows, because I think that these are conversations that are really important to have. But unfortunately, let me me interject real quick here. Go right ahead. There are people that will want to try this. And if you're like me, the first thing I do when I hear about something new that interests me, I begin to search the web. Now, just like, you know, your your blog, it's been censored by WebMD um, or the Mayo Clinic. Sorry. Uh, And and Kratom powder is. There's a lot of negative press about kratom powder and kratom tea and how the FDA feels about it. There has been a lot of misinformation that's went along with this. None of this is scientific. None of this is based on scientific facts. If you want the true science about kratom powder, go to AmericanKratom.org. AmericanKratom.org. They have all the science. Um, basically what happens is, um, a certain faction of our government will say, well, this stuff's dangerous. Don't do it. They won't have any scientific fact behind it. Um, but the American Kratom Association does all these Johns Hopkins university, Harvard, uh, Florida university. They've all produced studies. Um, Dr. Jack Henningfield has produced an eight factor analysis, uh, report, on kratom powder and he he concluded kratom is no more addictive than a cup of coffee it is a cousin of the coffee plant so therefore when you're when you're looking and scouring the web um take government with a grain of salt if i mean is that okay to say i mean it's just you can you can see the bias. your opinion you're able to say your opinion it is it is my you can see the bias in it and and i'll I'll, i'm gonna i can't remember the study but there was a certain number of people that quit the methadone clinic just like i did and began to drink kratom that's money out of the government's pocket which means that's money out of the uh, pharmaceutical industry's pocket so therefore you can see why it's such a big issue um and so Go to the American Kratom Association, look at their website, uh, kratomanswers.org is also another good one. You can go to my uh, website, try to give a lot of information in our blog as well. So uh, do your homework and uh, most importantly, make sure that wherever you get this from is it's lab tested and pure. 
Awesome. So I'll be dropping those links in the show notes of the podcast. So you can definitely always check out the show notes. It's going to be the same information on the show notes that's on the blog. Um, just so you know. So if you're ever like, oh, what do we talk about? Just go to the show notes directly on the podcast here. And again, once again, the kratomfamily.com, kratom spelled K-R-A-T-O-M family.com and use promo code Rachel to save 20%. Wade, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today and getting to know you a little bit off camera first, because this is our first time connecting. And I'm really grateful to you and your team for reaching out. I'm always interested in things that can help us be our best versions. And some of us, some of us tuning in are dealing with difficult times. We're dealing with addictions and emotional turbulence in our personal and professional lives. This is just part of being human. So it's just great to know that there are some resources available to us that can help us with sleep, that can maybe potentially help us with anxiety and just feeling good and getting off coffee. I think that's awesome. I went like 10 days without coffee not too long ago and I felt great afterwards. But do you have any closing words for us today, Wade? Yeah, um, thanks for very much for having me. Um, I guess the final thought that I would say would be um, Kratom is a life changer for me. It's been a life changer for 7 million Americans uh, who daily drink Kratom tea as an alternative form of health and wellness um, with the various issues. You know, there's plenty of people in our groups on, you know, Facebook or, you know, in our blog, or our customers that, that swear by it for fibromyalgia, for depression, anxiety, I can't speak for these people, but I know that I can speak for myself. Um, without Kratom, I would not be here today, and uh, it saved my life. And if you are in a position that I was in, give Kratom a try, and it will help. If you need me, hit the contact button on my page. I'd be more than happy to talk to anybody about it. Wonderful. Well, thank you for those closing words, Wade. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Once again, use promo code Rachel to save 20% on your next order at the kratomfamily.com. There's a couple of different options. If you have questions about which option could potentially support you, then definitely take Wade up on his his um, message that he just shared to reach out for some guidance on your end. And Again, I hope that you all are having an awesome day and being as high vibe as you possibly can and staying as pure as you possibly can. So if you are taking things that you're just like, you know what, I've been taking this for a long time. I feel like it's not impacting my health in a positive way. There are some ways to, to shift yourself and purify your body, mind, spirit and energy. And of course, with biohacking, air, water, lighting, electromagnetic and detoxing, if you're curious about my top ways to slow aging with your skincare and also with biohacking, go over to rachelvarga.ca slash slow aging and sign up for my newsletter there. And right away, you're going to get my five free guides to help you wherever you're at with your skincare. Check out the show notes of this episode to learn ways to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, to join my skin camps. And I do have a very exciting upcoming offering to support you further in your journey of becoming your most radiant version, which you said, Wade, earlier when we're speaking, when we are more radiant, 
everything in our personal and professional life will be more easily falling into place with us. Life is easier for more beautiful people, but life is even better and full of grace and ease when we are radiant. This is beyond just the, you know, let's take a selfie and post it on social media and see how many likes we get. This is more of entering a room and having people notice this is what I teach people. I teach people the 3D skin stuff, the rejuvenation stuff. And now uh, at the point, because I embody what's called radiance, I have people coming up to me and say, Rachel, I just had to come and talk to you, your energy. You know, there's this magnetic attraction. Um, And if we have more, more humans and people like us that are grounded, centered, balanced, and aligned, the world's just simply going to be a better place. We're going to have better interactions with people, places, and things. So thank you everyone for joining us today here on the Rachel Varga podcast. Once again, we have Wade from the kratomfamily.com. Use promo code Rachel to save 20% on your next order. Thank you so much for your generosity. And I'm sure we'll speak again, Wade. And uh, thank you again for being on the show and have an amazing day, everybody. Thank you.